stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Tausha's convenience. Aaron Andrews' conversation with Aaron Rodgers, courtesy of NFL on Fox and their pregame programming before the Packers were run out of Jacksonville by the New Orleans Saints. Here is Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Andrews. of unknowns as you get set to start your 17th season. Obviously, the turmoil, drama. What would you call it in the offseason? What's the word you're using for it? Contemplation. Wow, good. Yeah. Contemplation in the offseason. That's what it was for me. I mean, I I wasn't intentionally trying to kick up any drama. I just didn't feel like playing things out in in the media would do uh, anything towards the desired result, which was, you know, an amicable breakup or uh, come together. Draft day was unbelievable. It was full-blown, must-see TV. I hear Raiders, I hear Denver. They're saying 49ers, you're hearing Broncos. Can we trade for Aaron Rodgers? Did you think this could be a reality? Yeah, I did. Because they wouldn't commit to me past 2021. So I figured if they wanted to make a change, even though I just won MVP, why wait? They drafted my replacement, so let them play if that's what you want. But I could also picture myself not playing. So there was a lot of things. You really thought about retirement. 100%. I don't feel like I have anything left to prove on the field. I think it's more about the enjoyment and the happiness and the quality of life that this game has afforded me over the years. And being able to 100% commit to everything that my job entails. And there were many times during the offseason where I didn't feel like I was ready to fully do that. And until I was, you know, it was a possibility. The last time I saw you on this field, NFC Championship, losing to Tom Brady and his recruited team of all-stars. Did that kind of get the wheels going here that's like, all right, front office, I'd like a say in this now. No, it's been it's been years and years, been a decade of having conversations and wanting to have a greater impact in what goes on here. My whole point was nobody knows the squad like I do. Nobody knows the locker room like I do. Nobody knows the way guys respond in, in clutch situations on the field like I do. How about I have a greater opportunity to speak to some of those decisions? I didn't think for a guy who probably might have a name up here at some point that that was maybe fair for what I've accomplished here. 
I don't care about credit or fears you might have around giving me more of a voice. I care about winning and about leaving this organization better than I found it. I wanted to, to make sure I was involved in those conversations moving forward if they wanted me here. So there's, there's a lot of unknowns. I just want to be happy. That's why I'm enjoying this season. So that is a conversation that I can see why it rubbed some Packers fans the wrong way. Tausch, on your little uh, pink wipe-away board that you borrowed from Munchkin, what did you write down as you listened to that for the first time? I wrote down, don't have anything left to prove, question mark. Uh, yeah, me. Disagree yeah. completely on that. If you decide to play, listen, he is a Hall of Famer, but when you come out to play, you have a lot to prove to your teammates, to your coaches, and to yourself. So I don't buy that at all. Um, mm-hmm. A decade now, he's wanted more of an impact. Why did he? I guess the the question is, why did he wait to voice that? You know, he has been the guy here for a long time. That that doesn't. I, I, he's made an impact. I think it's more. I, I guess that's the part. I'm, I need more clarity on that before I speak. To have input in the process, he's wanted for a decade. Yeah, and, and I don't. You think that he could have had that earlier if he had really went to Ted and Mark and said, "I'd love to be involved in some of these decisions." And Goody, I, I don't know the answer to that. And uh, you know, unfortunately, with Ted passing, I don't think we're ever going to know that. Correct. Uh, Care all he cares about is winning. Absolutely, I don't think anybody uh, that part I think should not be questioned. I do firmly believe that is all he cares about, and that's why he's upset, and that's why he wants to be able to be a part of those decisions because that is his sole focus. It's not. We've said this the whole time. It wasn't about money, and I think that that bared itself out. He didn't get any more money as part of this whole thing, so. On the grand scheme, I can see why people, I guess if you did that press conference, and he did, and he's got the voice that he can use on McAfee whenever he wants, I don't. maybe he had to do this. I don't think this is going to endear him to anybody. Uh, and the fact that he said he doesn't have anything left to prove, I just flatly disagree with that. Yeah, I would agree. And you've won one Super Bowl, and Tom Brady's won seven. Like, if you want to be considered the GOAT, because I do think there's an argument to be made that he's a better player than Tom Brady, but he's not a better winner. And winning a second Super Bowl would prove a lot. And so I do think, I also would say this, as someone who um, is paid a normal person's salary, I don't think the phrase where he says, after he's got nothing left to prove, where he says it's about the, you know, when he's talking about retirement and it's about the uh, quality of life that this game has provided for him, I don't think that that's what normal people want to hear either. Because that's great that you're able to go to Hawaii and you have the ability to have a private jet and stuff like that. And Brett Favre used those too. But Brett Favre didn't say those things. And you want to look at ways that there's a difference between why people like Favre. People thought Brett Favre was driving around, tra- driving around town in a tractor. Now, he wasn't, right? 
but he he created and I think some of it was authentic and every man quality to him you know grew up not very wealthy in Mississippi like he he did create this feeling that he's one of us and when you say things like Roger says there I don't think that in great in in I, I don't think that's a great look to those who grind out a paycheck. I just don't. And and you can feel that way. But I think when you say that, I think that's another, yet another way that you rub some people the wrong way. And throughout that interview, as I told you, having listened to it before that, I don't think we covered any new ground. But it was on a really big platform before a game that then you sucked in. And that's not a good combination. The one line that stood out most to me, which I, the one thing that I think I hadn't heard him say before, was leaving the organization better than he found it. Does that matter to him, you think? Like, does he really care that he leaves the Green Bay Packers in a better place than when he came into the league in either 05 or, if you want to say, 08 or 09 when he took over as the starter? Like, I, I don't know how you want to mark necessarily where he came into the league also because he was sitting on the bench for an NFC championship team that, had it not been 30 below zero, had a chance to go win the Super Bowl against the undefeated Patriots. Like, I don't know if he's leaving the organization in a better place than he found it. If this is how he chooses to go out, I thought that was a complicated line that he shared with Aaron yeah. Andrews. So, so a couple things there. First of all, from what I've heard, uh, by losing that NFC Championship game in 2007, it just saved them the trip of going to get their butts kicked by the Patriots. Uh, that's the story that I've heard some have said in the locker room. But I will say this: I agree with your point, Jesse, to some degree. But and and I feel like. You know, some of the conversations I had with him during the off season, while we were going through this entire saga, or what did he call it? Contemplation? Contemplation, yeah. No, it's um, a saga. Yeah, it didn't feel like a contemplation to the rest of us. I could tell you that. But I do think he believes, and look, these are not mutually exclusive either. You can think he's a clown or selfish or a jerk or me, me, me. You can think that. And they can still have dysfunction in their organization. Right, Tausch? Like, you can, those are not mutually exclusive either. And so when he says that, I do think that he believes there are things to fix in terms of communication and how players are treated, and that he believes, including himself, needs to be treated better, that things need to be changed. And I think when he says that, I think that's what he's referring to. But again, I think you make a good point, Jesse. I don't think that that resonates with people. And all people saw was, me, 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 I, 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 this is how I felt in the offseason. The season is starting. That was recorded at Lambeau Field. It's not like he did it the night before in Jacksonville. But again, when it runs on television, and then the game starts, and then you stink, like, had he, throw, had, he had the same game he had against Minnesota? In the opener last year, Tausch, against the Saints Sunday, I think we're still saying, eh, I don't know about what he said there with Aaron Andrews, but there's no way people are as ticked off as they are. Well, nobody cares in that respect. I think it's always just like, had he played great, none of this would be the narrative. And just as if the Packers would have beaten Tom Brady last year in the NFC Championship game, their narrative would have been, Tommy's washed up. He threw three picks in the second half and cost his team a chance to win a chip. Well, instead, right. they don't get it done. 
Tommy goes, wins the Super Bowl, and it is now, you know, he can't do anything wrong. That's how quickly the narrative can change in the NFL, and that's why it can change again come Tuesday morning next week. Aaron goes up and lights it up. It's like, all right, here we go, last dance. Let's go win this, you know, have this big season. So that's why, but you have to kind of go through the cycle. Here we are. And with this Aaron Andrews interview, it just compounds the poor performance, and it gets the people that were already sick of him and already wanting to trade him more ammunition to shoot with. That's what that. That's why it doesn't make a ton of sense to me either. I think he's obviously he has to meet with the media. He has to do that. And I, you know, I saw him tweet on the mental health aspect of this. Uh, that's important to him, and I think that you know the negativity. He just says, "The heck with it! I'm not dealing with that. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do what I want to do, and be damned the rest of you if you don't care." And I think that's his approach. One question on that, and then we'll move on because we got to play trivia. Eel. If the negativity and mental health is important, then is it cathartic to him to rehash everything in that press conference with Aaron Andrews and put that out there again? Or, from a mental health perspective, is it healthier to say, you know, I talked about that, I'm focused on the season now. Yeah, that's what he should do from now on. Uh, unless when he's on with McAfee and he's kind of in that chill zone and all zenned out, I think the rest of the time it should be, listen, I want to focus on this season. I don't know what's going to happen. We have no clue. I want to win this season. I Again, I just don't understand the I don't have anything left to prove unless that is to take pressure off of him. But he doesn't care about it. He's saying bring it on. So then bring it on. Don't Don't try to poo-poo it. This is your last dance. If you're at the last dance, you want it to be good. You want it to be great. So go ahead, go guns blazing trying to win this thing so you can be sent off in the last dance form that you want. Uh, but to act as if yeah. you don't have anything left to prove, it's just that's just uh, you can think that, but I don't think anybody else is going to agree with you. And maybe someone can find an instance where Jordan says that. But I don't remember him ever saying that. Like I feel like he always felt like he had more to prove, and he was going to win another title. And it was all no, this that is, was how he, he said would. this before because I think we've actually even pulled this. And no, I'm saying I don't remember Jordan ever saying. That. Oh, well, first off, let's stop the comp with Jordan. I mean, let's just let's be real about no, no, it. We I'm love Aaron Rodgers. Him. I'm not comparing him. Aaron Rodgers grew up worshiping Aaron. Oh. No. Aaron Rodgers grew up worshiping Jordan. Okay. He has brought up the last dance. If you're, if you want to put yourself in that category with Krause those kinds of thoughts, as the GM or is he Jordan, as the player? I think he's Tony Kukoc. <laughs> um, we need to play <laughs> trivia. Would Jordan love be Kukoc? Kind of not really lie. I, it is a fascinating thing to go through. And who, is Bakhtiari Rodman? Uh, who's who in this equation? Is Randall Cobb? No, Devontae Adams is obviously Pippen. What is yep. Randall Cobb, then? Is he Steve Kerr? Uh, boy, I don't know. I have to go well, through the we'll, list. We'll work on the cast of the Packers version. We shouldn't even be taught. They got Luke Longley. to 3 Who is Luke Longley? Kind of the center of it's Because it can't be old boy, the new center. Uh, it's got to be, is the Darius Smith Luke Longley? I, I can tell I've piqued your interest on this. We will continue that after we 
play trivia, and the Badgers Outsiders today as well. So it's going to be a busy day. We'll get back to the Packers as the last dance a little bit later in the program, along with Jesse's power rankings plan for today, because I think he's got a good idea for that. But now it's time for trivia, so we need caller four. Right now, 844-770-3776, 844-770-3776. Caller for Jesse, what's today's trivia category? We are back to Badgers Trivia Tuesday. Every Tuesday throughout the football season, questions about the Wisconsin Badgers. Caller for right now, 844-770-3776. We shall play next. It's Will Dean's house. 